As much as people depend on us as leaders, you need someone who believes in you. You need a place to be open and honest with someone who's walked in your shoes and wants to help you become the leader you are meant to be. This is that place with those kind of people. Welcome to the Relational Leader Podcast with your host, Randy Bazet. Each episode will sit down and engage in life-giving conversation, unpacking leadership's greatest challenges. Welcome to the newest episode of the Relational Leader Podcast as we kick off episode two of a three-part series that we are in. My name is Kristen, and as always, I'm here with Randy. How are you doing today? I'm great, Kristen. Uh, glad to be here. Excited about this episode as well and kind of this whole series yes, that we're doing. Yes, this so. is a fun thing that we're trying for the first time, kind of Drilling down things together. a little bit deeper into some topics where we can get super practical and, and very pointed on some things that I think are important for all of us as leaders. Absolutely. And we're going to continue that and do that today. And mm-hmm. we're going to really drill down on the topic of worship mm-hmm. and having a worship culture, a heart of worship in your church. Uh, who knows where the conversation's going to yeah. lead, but... I think it's important because worship isn't like what you do at the beginning of the service. It's not... It's not? No. It's it, not like the first 15 minutes, I mean, why don't we start <laughs> just putting it at the back end, right? <laughs> then people would be late for my message. Right, no, right, yeah. right. I tease our worship team all the time and go, you know why they show up late? Because they just go to our church for the preaching. <laughs> for the preaching. <laughs> oh, but you were saying. <laughs> so, uh, but it, it isn't just, you know, a song set that we do at the beginning of the service. Today, what we're really drilling down on is just worship culture. Yeah. And how to develop that and unity in the church and all of that and inside the teams and in the church. So it's actually, I think, probably the most important topic we could be talking about because of just where the church is in general Mm -hmm. through this pandemic. And maybe we're on the tail end of all of that. But what are people really looking for and what do they need? Yeah, it's going to be a good conversation. Mm-hmm. And we've got some great guys joining us from the Bayside team. We are joined by Brandan Bustamante. <laughs> He's awesome. <laughs> we were joking before of, of how we're going to pronounce your name yeah. or not. Yeah. So. I love it. Brandan. And yeah. Skip the last name. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon B. Uh, right. on the podcast with That's us today. Right. That's a cool <laughs> worship leader named Brandon oh, B. What's Brandon up? B. I think there actually is a worship leader named Brandon B. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's not this brand. That's not me. It's, it's, it's I'm a different one. one. Well, we're so glad to have you. And then we also have Mr. Franklin. How are you, sir? All is well. I have no complaints. We are so Enjoy glad to have journey. you. Oh, Enjoy we are so glad. And both of Brandon and Franklin are both worship uh, leaders and pastors at different locations, uh, different campuses mm-hmm. that we have mm-hmm. at Bayside. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you guys have been doing worship ministry and been doing it. And that's a terrible word to use. You have been worshipers, leading worship ministries uh, for many, many years, collectively between the two of you, yeah. lots of years. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. And we're just so honored to have you on the a part of the conversation today and, and glean a little bit from your experience your wisdom, your heart, mm-hmm. um, and uh, what God has called you guys to do. So welcome. Thank Honored you. To be here. Yeah, Honored. thank you guys so much for thank asking. You so much. This is going to be exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With something I love. I know oh Franklin gosh, loves man. it. I mean, just hearing the word worship, I'm like, I'm looking for a microphone. Yeah. 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 Well, you got yes. one right there. Yeah. <laughs> you got one. You can have mine, Franklin. You should have seen these guys before we put the mic in their face. They didn't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm half expecting, like, singing of an answer oh, in one man. of these. Yeah. It's so not just, out of the question. Okay, yeah. I, I got one then. Okay, Let me right, sing my okay. answer. Yeah. <laughs> no, not you. Pastor Randy Rowe. So, all right. Well, let's jump into the conversation today. And I I really thought it'd be good if we started kind of 
all the way up top before we drill down into really worship ministry itself. You know, uh, how do you, how do we as church ministries, uh, church leaders, those that are listening to this podcast, how do we create a culture in our church that really has a heart for worship? Mm. Um, let's start there. And and Randy, I'd love for you to kind of kick us off at, because that is, you don't have to just be a worship leader to have a heart for worship and to create that culture and prioritize that. So, Well, I mean, it, it's obvious that, you know, we are all called to be worshipers. Mm-hmm. It's, it's mm-hmm. not like, well, there's a certain group of people that do the worshiping and the rest of us, you know, kind of watch. You right. know, it's, a, it's an all play. And it isn't even an all play at church. But I think we should just be worshipers mm-hmm. all the time. And I show up at church on the weekend and I, I sit in a particular seat. But I should have already been worshiping before I even get there. Mm. And so I think worship culture starts, you know, at home in your own closet and, and, and by yourself. And uh, to me, and I've always been been a, a worshiper. I mean, I'm not good at it. Yeah, we ain't giving you a microphone. <laughs> well, <laughs> if there's ever a train wreck, wreck at worship at, at our church, it's because somehow I forgot to turn my there mic off. Your mic. <laughs> and I'm in their ear and it's awful. But I'm loud, man. And I'm proud and I need room and like you know give me some space and I think that's where worship starts especially as lead pastors let me just tell you I think uh, before church I don't hang out at the beginning of service in the foyer I'm in there worshiping Mm -hmm. I should be the lead worshiper Mm -hmm. I'm not a worship leader in the traditional sense Mm -hmm. but I'm a lead worshiper and so I'm on the front row worshiping modeling worship for our church so i'll hang out in the foyer afterwards but beforehand man you're going to find me on the front row and i think it's where it starts that's Mm -hmm. good absolutely and you know pastor as a as the role model of the worship culture of your church your worship pastor should be asking you what does that look like from a global standpoint like what do you want Mm -hmm. our church one location multiple locations to look like from a worship standpoint and you know i was reminded of a uh, one of my mentors went to his senior pastor uh, in the very early days of, of their church, and now they're a very influential church, but he went in and said, we had a five-minute conversation. He said, Pastor, what do you want for this church? And and all the pastor could say is, I want to experience God in the greatest way possible in all of us, our services. And this pastor displayed what you're describing on the front row just mm. the same, and he knew instantly that was the actual vision and mission of the worship ministry of that church to experience God in the greatest way possible offer service. It started with that worship heart and that pastoral heart. And to, to this day, you'll still see that senior pastor front row, you know, on his knees displaying, experiencing God in that greatest way possible. In all yeah. services. Mm-hmm. I love that. But the, the worship leader has to ask those questions. I heard someone yeah. say recently, is actually my pastor, Larry Stocksdale, said the reason why a lot of lead pastors don't worship is because they're used to being worshipped. Mm. Mm. Wow. Just, mm. Let that set for a minute. Mm. <laughs> exactly. That's challenging. There's mm-hmm. a disconnect there. You know, mm-hmm. it's, uh, I think one of the things that has to happen is, and we have the wonderful opportunity is, our pastor will teach mm-hmm. on what worship is about, but there has to be a relationship. I mean, there has to be a coming together with the worship leader, mm-hmm. with the pastor. They're, they're not two separate things happening there. This is all one thing here that's coming together. And so we have to have that understanding together. Again, our leadership is speaking to us, mm-hmm. you know, what they would like to see and what, you know, God calls for. And from that place, we come together mm-hmm. and I'm watching you demonstrate it. And so we're not, 
this separate thing to where, again, you, you might see this pastor again, seeing himself or herself in a place of being worshiped because they don't demonstrate that, mm-hmm. you know? And so, but when we come together, when we have the relationship together, oh my gosh, yeah. the church itself sees that. Right. And then the church says, I'm going for this ride. I'm, yeah. I'm totally in. I yeah. think it can't be you do your thing, I'll do my thing. I'll see you Sunday morning. That that's it. No, it's yeah. it's not. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's an interesting mm-hmm. dynamic, Pastor Andy. When you're up front in our services, you lead me in that moment. You think I'm leading, you know, mm-hmm. whoever's in front of us. Mm-hmm. I, we had a unique experience uh, last year being able to serve our pastors with your pastor, Pastor Larry, and you were side, you know, side stage worshiping like you were. I was leading. And I could, I pulled an ear out and I let you lead me mm-hmm. as I was leading the room. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the most, I mean, mm-hmm. shaking experiences mm-hmm. I've ever had. And instantly I knew I could trust my pastor wherever yeah. we need to go. I'm going to trust pastor Randy where we're mm-hmm. going to go. And he doesn't have a mic. He didn't leave his mic on, but I could hear you clear as day. <laughs> and you led me and I knew exactly where we yeah. were going to go. Wait, this is a moment. This is a moment. Uh oh. That you heard me <laughs> and tried to hear me more. I did. And it I, enhanced the I worship. It didn't, didn't detract. <laughs> I didn't have to try to hear you anymore. I yes. have arrived, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. All right. That was my audition. Yeah, you're in, Pastor Andy. You're, you're in. in. You're in. I think uh, it just overall just demonstrates again mm-hmm. Scripture. Oh, magnify the Lord with me mm-hmm. and let mm. us exalt his name. Mm. That's you know? great. So yeah. let's just, we're just coming together. I'm not, you know, it's not, not come magnify the Lord and watch me. You know, <laughs> with magnify me. the Lord That's with right. me. That's yeah. right. So, and let us exalt. So let's use that as we kind of drill down in into where we're going to go. Mm. Um, what you just said, and, and that is that this is not a, a worship is not a time to watch and see, mm-hmm. but it is an authentic environment mm-hmm. where we oh, yeah. are collectively mm-hmm. magnifying the Lord. So how let's let's talk a little bit even practically. Let's get get practical with our listeners mm-hmm. as well. How do you as worship leaders in unity and partnership with the lead pastor, mm-hmm. how do you create an authentic worship environment, uh, authentic worship moments, um, opportunities? Uh, how do you lead the church in that environment of worship? Mm-hmm. Can, can I just speak into this mm-hmm. first? Yeah. Because I think coming from the lead pastor, you have to describe to them what is the mark. Because mm-hmm. if, if, if I don't, and that's just leadership one-on-one. If you don't tell people what the vision is, then they'll determine the vision for themselves. Mm-hmm. So how will you ever know if you hit the mark? So how will you ever walk in unity unless two be in agreement together? Mm-hmm. So so for us, what, what I have described, what I want in the, the worship part of our service, which is not a set of songs. It's actually a time that you guys have been given. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can talk about all that. I'm, mm-hmm. uh, hopefully we will. Like, what does all that mean and how does that work to create those moments? Mm-hmm. But what I have said is what I want is for there to be a, t- a moment inside that where God, where people undeniably have to say they met with God. Mm-hmm. Where they, you know, they, people don't know what to call it. Hey, there was so much energy or, mm-hmm. you know, they don't know what to sure. call it. Mm-hmm. But, Christ followers do. Mm-hmm. But they tangibly like had a moment with God. Mm-hmm. And so as the pastor, I have to set that goal. Mm-hmm. And so then from that, then how do you guys, mm-hmm. you know, do that? Sure, sure. Yeah, you know, I I think 
setting that goal, that's great to see the target. If you want authentic experiences or moments in worship with your team, you have to have and take your team through authentic moments and experiences off platform. Amen. It good. can't mm-hmm. just happen mm-hmm. with, they can't just experience what we're trying to allow other people to experience at the exact same time. If they've never been there, if I've never been there, we can't take them somewhere we have never been. Never been. So good. And so, so starting with the why, why do we worship? What is the core of worship? Digging deep, you know, explaining uh, philosophically or theologically, why are we actually putting instruments on and getting on a platform of influence to share these things. Why? Well, it's to worship God for who he is. Done. Not for what he's done. That's praise and thanksgiving for who he is, the the creator of the universe, the holy of holies, all powerful, all present, all present. And getting that understanding with your team then for who he is through Jesus by the Holy Spirit. And we have these moments because now we know why. What mm-hmm. what we're doing is, that's another level, right? Mm-hmm. What what are we doing? How, how, you know, how are we doing it? But why do we do it? Why? Because God deserves that worship. Mm-hmm. We get on that platform. I am unashamed, period, to jump around, dance around, do whatever, mm-hmm. because I've been in the presence of God and I want to take everyone with me. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. I think that's that leads into another part of it is the energy that you bring as a as a lead pastor or lead worship leader with your team, that excitement, that passion. If if you're grumbling around all the time, mm-hmm. no team wants to get into the presence of God. Oh, if you just let the presence of God, you can keep it. I don't want to go there. Yeah. <laughs> you know? okay. But definitely yeah. going, yeah. getting into the why with your team. Maybe mm-hmm. that's pastoring in, in one way, but but they, you cannot lead anyone uh, a place that you've never been. Never sure. been. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just a simple analogy. You know, if I said, hey, listen, we're going to Brandon's house. Follow me. Well, I've never been to Brandon's house yet. So well, y- Y'all should fix that. Yeah, right? You, you Sounds know, like a problem. problem. <laughs> let's, let's Moment of dinner. confession here. Yeah. You know, <laughs> well, we're right after the podcast. Come on, That's right. Let's go. Know. But it would be, again, if you if you're following me, now you're going to get frustrated because I'm going to make a U-turn. I'm going to stop. I made a left turn when I should have made a right turn. We're going all around. You're going, where is he going? Mm. Well, the same thing can happen in worship. If we're not connected, if we don't know where we're going, the people are just like, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Right. What's happening here? So we can't lead yeah. anybody to that place. And I also think, too, it's, it, it, it has to, uh, God is always speaking. He's always, uh, um, I mean, Brandon really hit uh, the crux of what I was thinking there, but it's overall, God is always speaking. And so even throughout life, the day, the moments, things that are happening, sitting at the light, you know, mm-hmm. when you're in communion with God, he's speaking to you through those simple things, nature, things are happening. Mm-hmm. And that's not just happening with us, but that's happening with the people that we're going to lead in worship on that given weekend. Mm-hmm. And so God is strategically always setting it up. This person's going through something right now. This family is going through something. Something's happening in this community. Things are always going on, but God is taking all these moments. And now that we're, when we're on one accord, God has a plan that he channels all of those life Mm-hmm. Uh, expectancies together for that moment mm-hmm. that you're speaking of right at that time. So that way I've got to be tuned in with the spirit, not to just put a set together mm-hmm. to just say, oh, yeah, well, we're in the key of B. So let's do this. We're in the key of D. Oh, yeah, let's do this. No, I've got to be in tune with the yeah. spirit because God has a plan 
that this moment, this song right now is going to touch all of those mm-hmm. things that were happening to everybody in life on Monday, on Tuesday, mm-hmm. Wednesday, Thursday. And when we come together, he's going to bring all that together. And that moment, he's going to speak at that time because we were on one accord. And he says, hey, listen, come let us reason together. Mm-hmm. So the preparation out. isn't in just the skill. No. Oh, no. No. It has to be in the team. Yeah, the Holy and Spirit is still in our planning. Yeah, <laughs> He's still in our preparation. He's, you know, I, I feel like sometimes when you say authentic moment of worship, people can internalize that as oh, a random Holy Spirit moment. And when you look back at the true authentic moments of God, they fit better than some of our own plans. <laughs> yeah. So what if we approach the Holy Spirit on Monday morning for the following week and said, okay. What if I were in that moment, what would you do to my set list? What if I were in that moment, what would you have me speak? And then Tuesday, if I were in that moment, Mm -hmm. what would you have? And you prepared all the way there. Could you imagine knowing one direction to my house? Mm-hmm. Or knowing the entire map. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if the Lord asked you to take a right, you knew you can still get to my I house. I can still get there. If he asked you to take a mm-hmm. left, you knew you can still get to my house. Mm-hmm. If you don't know where my house is or mm-hmm. the map, you're shooting from the hip. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're shooting from the hip. And and how, and then imagine then you take 13 other team members through that journey with you before mm-hmm. you even get to the platform on Sunday. And you're asking for an authentic move of God. We are ready mm-hmm. as a team mm-hmm. to approach that authentic moment, whatever that looks like. And when we leave, I promise it won't look random. It'll yeah. look more real and more specific Authentic. than we ever yeah. imagined mm-hmm. it to be in the first place. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I'm curious. How do they create those? You took the question I'm sorry. out of No, <laughs> ask it. No, <laughs> go ahead. Well, so how, how do sure. you do mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. I mean, very practically. because, mm-hmm. And I think that there have been seasons in even our church where we, um, we kind of for, for one reason or another, fell into, all right, we're planned and this is what mm-hmm. we execute. And then there's been seasons where we've we've kind of let go of that and we've allowed that preparation to happen mm-hmm. that then creates these authentic moments. Mm-hmm. But that's a hard mm-hmm. thing to do in transition. Mm-hmm. So how, as worship leaders, how do you do that? How do you take your team on that? Mm-hmm. Um, how do you work with other people that are a part of the team that are very... Um, planned and linear and Mm -hmm. and for them they're like wait no you said we were doing this for four minutes and 28 seconds exactly what 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 you just called an audible you know Mm -hmm. just how do you lead the team through that so that on a sunday morning what people walk into is an authentic move of god whichever way he wants to breathe Mm -hmm. that morning Mm -hmm. yeah so one of my mentors Mm -hmm. uh used to say that the holy spirit is always in our planning i mentioned that a little Mm -hmm. earlier and that always struck me like I could create a set list if I'm spending time with the Lord and building this thing. So I start with what's, where, where do you want us to go? What is our liturgy? What is our direction? What is our road map for the day? Of course, as a worship leader, you build the set list, you build the songs, you feel like, okay, you're looking at keys or whatever. But one of the things I like to do with the team is as I'm communicating the process or the, the, the route we're going to take on a Sunday morning, I wrap it with the spiritual vision. So here's where I think the Lord is going to take us. Lay it, lay it out. Mm-hmm. This is why I think this is where we're going to end. So I wrap it, right? So you have this kind of like spiritual uh, bumpers on both sides, and but you have a lot of technical in the middle. Now, through the preparation of everything, you're still going to keep the spiritual bumpers. I, I like to do, you know, we'll start with prayer. We'll end with prayer. We'll start with a word. You know, maybe we'll wrap with a word. 
Um, but I talk a lot of technical in leading up to the service and in, even in the rehearsals, technical. Hey, let's get your tuning right. Let's, you know, let's talk about the drum tuning. Is that right? Is that wrong? Um, mix, you know, is huge. Mix can throw people out in, in, a, in a tangible sense or a technical sense, but spiritually speaking, it'll throw them out spiritually. It'll just, mm -hmm. you know, if mm -hmm. it's not... It'll disrupt, it'll it, distract. That's right. And, mm -hmm. and, and, and if we talk about excellence, that's kind of what it is. It's eliminating the distractions. But as you're getting into it, um, you're, you're talking tech, 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 tech. But what I try to do, and Franklin, I'm not sure if you... Mm -hmm. You do a great job of this all mm -hmm. the time. But what mm -hmm. I try to do is after a worship set in a service... I am very intentional on what I go back and talk technically about. I try to leave it off the table. Mm -hmm. And what I try to do is I leave the weekend to be the weekend and I'll approach those technical things through the week because what I want our team to then come off platform with is we just experienced a holy moment. And then I'm going to go tell the bass player how he messed up on song two. He's now he's going to be freaked out on the whole set. He's not going to think about the holy moment, but rather I'm going to come off platform and say, were you guys there with me on song two? Well, bass player, well, I've got, uh, I messed up a note. I don't, I didn't hear the note. I'm gonna play dumb with him all day. Mm -hmm. I didn't hear the note. You know, cause he's probably gonna get it right service too. But mm -hmm. were you with us in the service? Were you there? That was what we experienced in the, in the pre-service meeting or in the rehearsal when we bookended our technical things mm -hmm. and we were there, right? So of course, pastoring the team, but leaving the technical off of, now, some churches have broadcast specific things to do and to be mindful of technical mm -hmm. things, but I say, Pick the most important things to, to do in the moment and then then leave the rest for the rest. But make sure your team completely knows and realizes that we were in a ministry yeah. moment, a special mm -hmm. moment. But yeah. the reason why you focus so much on the, the presence side of thing and not the technical side is because it came from vision from your pastor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't want things to be sloppy. Don't sure, misunderstand me. Sure, absolutely not. No. Right. But the goal at the end of the moment is for people to have had an experience with God. Mm -hmm. And so the worship director, pastor at wherever church they're at is going to mm -hmm. focus on what the pastor has said. Here's the mark. We're going right. mm -hmm. to play this thing the right way. We're going to mm -hmm. do it with excellence. And the, the technical side of it is going to trump the the present side of it. And there's mm -hmm. nothing wrong with Absolutely that. Absolutely not, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but make sure that whatever you're doing as the worship director is hitting the mark that your pastor has given you. That's right. And Amen. for me, it's I want people to experience God's presence. Absolutely. Amen. Mm -hmm. yeah. Amen. And, you know, because of that mark mm -hmm. and that that's been, that has been communicated, you know, I've seen both of you, you'll often just call audibles in the mm -hmm. moment because mm -hmm. you, you have prepared all week. So you're ready technically, mm -hmm. but you are in tune with what the Holy Spirit wants to do in Amen. that moment. Franklin, kind of like Amen. you said, there's a family that came in there. The yeah. Lord shows you something. So just mm -hmm. a, a one or two minutes on how do you navigate the team through that mm -hmm. um, a, a, on those audible changes? Sure. First, it, uh, it has to start again with resourcing our teams with those uh, capabilities. You know, it has to be, I can't, you know, give somebody or, or tell somebody, hey, we're going to do this. And I've never introduced it to them. I've never given them the opportunity to perfect it. I've mm -hmm. never, you know, given them the chance to, to try that chord that they haven't tried before. So those types of things, we definitely have to continue to resource them with that. And we call them to that place of uh, uh, excellence, you know. So that happens in rehearsals. Hey, listen. Mm -hmm. We'll run through the set. Okay, hey, listen, here we go. We'll literally do it. It's not, you know, rocket science. You know, we'll get up there. Hey, listen, our MD will call. Hey, listen, we're going to go back to the full chord. 
you know. So now the person that is looking at that music now has to come off of that and has to allow his or her mind to actually engage with what's happening in the moment mm -hmm. and not what's happening on, okay, right here. Because I know we said we're going to do the chorus, verse, double chorus, and then we're going to end. However, we're nowhere near that right now. So mm -hmm. we have to allow them that opportunity to try this. Here we go. We're going to try mm -hmm. it. Here we go. Here we go. We'll, we'll get it. Try it again. Yeah. And that's hard right for now. musicians and people oh. because you want to get it right. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so, but we have to create labs right. for people mm -hmm. to, to yeah. fail, mm -hmm. which causes us to stretch yeah. mm -hmm. so that we can have those moments and we can right. serve. Right. Mm -hmm. So we're just resourcing with that, give them the opportunity to. Mm -hmm. To practice. You know, yeah. because now the opportunity is not Sunday morning. Yeah. The opportunity is not, hey, we're going to try this just Sunday morning. No, 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 no. We don't mm, go out there yeah. on Sunday morning <laughs> nope. and say, okay, we're going to try this. You know, you want to see some people faint. You know what? Right. <laughs> at, at that moment, you know. The Holy Ghost but, got yeah, them. No, yeah, they're yeah, nervous yeah. about the song. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. but it's, again, it's, uh, uh, I say on that end of it, like Brandon was saying too, you know, again, giving the, giving them that technical side, this is how that works. And some people, again, they need that explanation. Yeah. What is a What is an augmented chord? What is that? And when you explain it to them, Man, that knowledge, we know once people get get that knowledge of what that is, man, it just takes them to another level. They can understand things a little bit better. And so now they're they're a little more freer going, okay, all right, hey, all right, we're going here because they see the pastor might move and they're already, okay, this is not going to go the way we planned right now. Mm -hmm. And so they just kind of rest in that place. And so communicating with one another, giving them those opportunities mm -hmm. to try these things. Here you go. And again, you may not get it right here, but hey, I'm that's thinking, not what it's all about. I'm thinking <coughs> of the times I've walked into the, the worship lounge before service and I walked in with planning center. The, the printed version of, and I ripped it in yeah. shreds. There you go. And I said, you see this, guys? And I threw it on yep. the ground, mm -hmm. and I could see everybody <laughs> going. <laughs> <laughs> and I said that you guys prepped, and so you came, and so you already know that. So mm -hmm. let's forget about that now, yeah. and let's walk into a moment yeah. and just yeah. be sensitive yeah. to where the Lord is yeah. going to take mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. And I think if you prep ahead of time, this is true of sermon as well, mm -hmm. whatever part you play. Get as ready as you can. Like, you're, I'm mm -hmm. ready. So then yeah. I can shut all that off and mm -hmm. I can connect my spirit mm -hmm. to what God is saying. Mm -hmm. And then I'm free to flow. Mm -hmm. Well, that's mm -hmm. overflow, yeah. right, Pastor? Like, yeah. you prepared to overflow. Yeah. And I, I feel like over, like, if you think of it as a cup, filling it with oil or water, and, and the overflow is, is what we operate in and what we share with others, your cup is still yours. If you're under the overflow, mm -hmm. then you're either making it up or using a deficit you don't have. Mm -hmm. So out of the overflow, that abundance of knowing mm -hmm. your routes, knowing the map, knowing mm -hmm. the direction. May, oh, it sounds like overplanning. I'm not saying micromanage the overplannedness. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is sometimes the Holy Spirit drops things that link things us to us together. And like you yeah. said, you rip mm -hmm. up the plan. You know, you know where you're going. Let's mm -hmm. stop thinking about it and let's go have church. Let's go meet with the holy, the King of Kings. And why are we doing Lords. this in the first place? Right. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Let's go mm -hmm. tie some ropes around our waist mm -hmm. and submit a sacrifice. Like, forget about. We have the service. We have the plan. Let's go worship the King. You know, mm -hmm. let's go worship the King. And it's the overflow. You're gonna prep probably the same way Franklin and I would mm -hmm. prep services. Yeah. Man, we're gonna we're gonna be ready. You mm -hmm. kill you kill songs. You, yeah. We need more time. Whatever we need to do, we're ready to go. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. and that's so, and one of the other things I wanted to mention, Franklin, you mentioned using the music director, the MD. Mm -hmm. um, if churches, you know, if you've if you're using MDs or if you're thinking about using music directors, um, 
have your worship leader get close with them because Mm -hmm. they may not have a worship leader mic up front leading songs, but you need to get so close to them where you are at peace and okay with your music director leading you sometimes. Yeah. Because you can't see everything that's happening. That's true. You can't, you don't, you know, if you're in the, as a worship leader, if you're in the moment, your eyes are closed and, and you're trying to lead through a moment and trying to figure things out. And then, you know, Pastor Randy, you're right next to me. I want my MD to tell me, hey, Pastor Randy's on platform. He's five feet from you. Up, mm-hmm. he's got his mic. Mm-hmm. I'm going to step back. It's going to feel so easy and comfortable instead of me getting shocked with you right next to me or something, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, but, but trust your MDs and, and gain trust. Build relationships. Go to lunch. Set meetings. Mm-hmm. But that, that music director needs to be uh, on, on the hip of every single worship leader and trust needs to happen mm-hmm. uh, like for sure in yeah. that relationship. That's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've covered so much good stuff, but before we wrap, I want to I want to kind of drill in on a, a practical question. Um, but before we wrap today's conversation, and that is, you know, we've talked about this heart of worship and authentic worship environments and leading our teams to that place and the importance of, of, of preparation so that we can move in the moment and be flexible, unity with our lead pastor. How does that practically show up in building and planning of your worship sets? Um, so when you're trying to, to create an environment for people to come in from their work day and they are, are you're wanting to lead them to a place of worship, that authentic worship moment. Give me just, uh, give us just a couple things of, of what are some practicals that go into building that worship set, planning that worship set in conjunction and in unity with your lead pastor's vision. Because mm-hmm. um, it's not just your ideas and your thoughts, but you're you're creating a service together. There has to be unity in that. Um, mm-hmm. So how, how do you guys, how do you guys do that? Yeah. One of the things we, uh, uh, the way we function with uh, part of our teams are we have what we call a person that's leading, the worship leader, but we'll also have a co-lead. And so the co-lead, that's one thing uh, we, we definitely, we want those two individuals to work together even on planning the set, even getting that set together. So again, what's happening throughout, you know, in our, in our personal devotional time. Uh, you know, that's when God's speaking. That's when he's sharing again, hey, this is where we may be going here again a week away from now. You know, this is what's happening. So allowing that uh, spectrum to be kind of spread out a bit more. Again, the worship leader and the co-lead, they can come together. Hey, I'm, I'm kind of thinking this right here. I'm kind of feeling this right here as far as the set. This is what we're looking at. Mm-hmm. And so it just gives them the opportunity to kind of bounce things off of each other. Yeah, yeah, I think that'll be good. Yeah. Let's try that. And so we get that part together uh, before we even, you know, of course, get it to the team. So then that way we've got a nice, solid uh, understanding of what we feel God's speaking in that moment. And then we're still open. And so even with, you know, coming into our times of rehearsal, well, it's not, you know, just like jumping into it. And you got to get in and you got to pre- you got to prepare because, again, it's been a long day. How many weeks out are you yeah. having to do that? Oh, we plan out sometime, uh four weeks for four, you would four have to, to because yeah. then you have to resource mm-hmm. the teams. Once you and the co-leader, right? Here's what we want to do. Then you have to resource them so that when rehearsal comes, they're ready. Right, because that's the thing. <laughs> rehearsal is not coming in and hey, hey, let's go over these parts. Let's mm-hmm. let's teach these parts. No, that's that's, that's on practice. that individual. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that's you and your worship co-leader have to three mm-hmm. or four weeks out. Right, work on it. Exactly. And give because, them lead time. Because be here's prepped. the thing. I'm okay. thinking like right here, typically, let's say it's a song that we're not doing. Let, let's say it's not a an original song. 
you know, uh, it's something that we're doing from another artist. Well, this is how that song goes on the recording. But you know what I'm feeling? Let's stop it right here, and then we might go into something else. So we have to map that out and make sure we lead people through mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. You know, this is how we want this to go. We're going to stop right here. Then it's going to go in. So that portion of it, again, with our co-lead, we get that all going through. Hey, this is how we want this to go. This is how we feel it so that we can articulate that really clear to the other team mm-hmm. uh, team members. And they know, hey, oh, that's right. Yeah, we're going to go here. We're going to stop right here. And then we're going to go with different things. Mm-hmm. So it's just mapping. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, and Kristen, kind of there's another part that to that out. that goes uh beyond their preparation and that is for me i don't tell them i want we do we do four songs before the the message there's 22 minutes you could do one mm-hmm. song you can do two songs mm-hmm. three songs four you could do six songs but the 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 point simply is it's in that 22 minutes mm-hmm. you have the creativity and the mm-hmm. ability with your co-leader mm-hmm. to develop songs in a moment that's going to help us hit the target like mm-hmm. here's the topic here's what we're trying to speak on that weekend mm-hmm. so all of those things are coming together and giving them the creativity to not mm-hmm. numbers of songs mm-hmm. but this this how much time you have to create that y'all have yeah. done uh, scripture readings, mm-hmm. all, all sorts of things mm-hmm. inside that moment. So as the, the lead mark. pastor, you've just given them the vision of where you want them to go mm-hmm. and a parameter, and then you've empowered them mm-hmm. to build within mm-hmm. that box and that structure. Mm-hmm. And you're trusting them that they are praying, seeking the Lord, and listening to the Holy Spirit of what they craft within that mm-hmm. within that box. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Letting I, it go. I think from a technical mm-hmm. standpoint, though, there's a couple of things that worship leaders can do or at least be mindful of in practice in building these sets from a vision, a vision standpoint. Because I know a lot of churches, you know, some of, some of the the maybe the vision toward what we're doing for a weekend isn't super clear or the relationship isn't there, whatever. I encourage all that. Get get that together. Yeah, first. but you, but that's a true point, Brandon. <clears throat> Sometimes sure. the relationship that you guys around this table are talking about that you have with our lead pastor isn't isn't the case. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. But so what I would say is that is um you know start with Thanksgiving, get into praise and get into worship. You know sacrificial style worship. And what I mean by that is is I thank you for what you've done for me mm-hmm. takes us 50% less selfish than when we first walked into the room. Just acknowledging the thankfulness I have with being grateful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 50, yeah. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. people are walking in, uh, my wife yelled at me. Mm. I don't even want to be here. can't sure. wait to get on the boat. You know, we're supposed to have a barbecue. I don't want to be at whatever it is. They're walking in and then you, you're just saying, Hey, uh, uh, acknowledge God for who he is. <laughs> what? No, mm-hmm. just why don't you start with being thankful? It's good. Just thank God that you're yeah. even breathing. And then praise him because he's good at keeping you breathing. Mm-hmm. He's really good at, he's good at a lot of things. Hey, you know what? God is good. He's worthy of that worship, mm-hmm. right? So this journey of thanksgiving, pray, and it, it's it's essentially a tabernacle, right? Enter his gates with thanksgiving, mm-hmm. enter his yeah. courts with praise, enter the holy of holies and submit the sacrifice. And Romans, it says, submit ourselves as living sacrifices, which is pleasing uh, uh, spiritual form of worship to the Lord now, mm-hmm. that's what we need to kind of lay that map out. Mm-hmm. Lay, you find songs of thanksgiving, find songs of praise, enter into worship. Yep. And then the other thing, it's very practical. It's something so easy anyone can do as a worship leader. Um, but plan a scripture and a word in between every single song, every single set, whether you use it or not. Mm-hmm. And what that causes is if, if you're in that moment and you feel like the Lord is trying to tell you something, 
you're just like, man, if I could just remember that scripture, or if I could just, it, you know, uh, I'm not Pastor Randy with like all the quickness with the scriptures. You know, I'm worried about chords and whatever else. <laughs> My guitar's out of tune or whatever. But man, if we prepped a, I, so I used to do this in the early days. I, every single song, I'd, I'd plan a scripture that aligned with the songs either I'm coming out of or going into, and a, a word. And man, yeah. it just changed the entire trajectory whether I used them or not, I was ready. Because you were prepped. We were that's, ready. That's what I was going to say. It's not about, it's, the preparation helps you to be flexible. That's right. Preparation that's helps right. you Amen. to lean in and listen to the Holy that's Spirit. That's right. Exactly. And not be all flustered and, exactly. and freaking out, whether mm-hmm. it's preaching a message or, or mm-hmm. building a worship set so and true. leading worship. So, mm-hmm. well, guys, I, I think we could probably talk for hours and hours on this. <laughs> and been great. Um, it really has been great. Uh, thank you both thank so you. much oh, for joining so us much. on today's podcast. Such a pleasure. Um, uh-huh. We are blessed here at Bayside. Oh man, we really we are, are. We are so blessed. And, you know, I but, but I gotta I gotta do a little promo. Okay. Because Bayside Worship, <laughs> you guys, <laughs> you, you. you are about to release a yeah. full length album, mm-hmm. King Jesus. Mm-hmm. I love the album title. Oh man. Like yeah. I I yeah. love the album title. Yeah. And the recording night was just oh, it almost felt so like beautiful. We were there just worshiping God. And we had a real moment with God. Yes. And oh. it just so happens. The, the mics were turned on and yes. the video cameras were there. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Yeah. And there was tons <laughs> of preparation, yeah. but there was so much flexibility in that night. It's powerful. Of, mm-hmm. It's awesome. Of what does God want to do? I just go in and search Bayside Worship and uh, be sure to enjoy that. Well, guys, thank you so much, Pastor Randy. Um, thanks for being here today. It's a great conversation. I'm having a blast. Man. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I'm ready to go worship. Come on. I am too. Well, those of you listening today, thank you so much. And we will uh, see you next time or hear you next time on the Relational Leader Podcast. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Relational Leader Podcast. For more resources, visit randybazette.com.